Welcome to With a Twist, the number one parenting show on the planet. In an era where the majority of children are not asking what they want to be when they grow up, but instead what they want to be when they give up, With a Twist will help you raise hopeful, thriving, engaged, and confident children. Be the parent you've always wanted to be using With a Twist's signature success system. With a Twist is the only parenting podcast that will enable the everyday parent have peace of mind while navigating the school system and life. Give your child the opportunity to thrive instead of just barely survive. And now, the founder of With a Twist, Amber Scotchburn. Hi, it's Amber Scotchburn, and are you ready to get twisted with me today? The last couple podcasts we've been talking about different subjects that we've covered in past podcasts and the flavor of them for the next little while is going to be to ask you some questions so that you can take the content that we're giving you and the information and kind of let it soak in and then use these questions as a guide to see if maybe you'd want to make some changes in your life for some of the things that we're talking about. And so we talked about do you have enough quality time with your children? We talked about are you a good role model around money? And this one's going to talk about wealth and maybe not the traditional way you think of wealth. So I have some questions for you to start off with. Do you think of yourself as wealthy? Do you tell your children that you're wealthy? What if you looked at defining wealth differently? How about redefining wealth as the ability to fully experience life? Close to 90% of the world is in debt. Are you one of the 90%? So welcome to the world of your child in terms of what they see you present as wealth. You are already wealthy and it's important that your children know this and begin to have a different definition of wealth than perhaps you presently have or you maybe had growing up. You may be asking yourself why 90 plus percent of the population is in debt It's in part because of what we talked about in our last video, which is why people don't understand money. Sorry, not in our last video, in our last podcast. And so what I talked about in that podcast was that if we don't responsibly use money as parents and we don't have savings and investing and giving back and spending, those are the four categories that we have in our house, then how are you going to expect when your children grow up and leave home that they're going to understand either of those four categories, or even just one of them perhaps, um, and how it affects them. So that's a a big piece of it. But we're also in debt, um, over 90% of the world, because we feel that we need to obtain possessions to define ourselves as wealthy. I'd like you to to invite you to think of wealth differently. Imagine if you could give your child a debt-free future by simply inviting them to change their lens on wealth. The podcast, I think about three podcasts ago, I explained our new logo and a piece of our new logo is what looks like three circles overlapping and that's your lens. And essentially, we all wake up in the morning and we have a lens that we view the world out of, basically our eyes, as soon as we wake up. And this lens is based on all our past experiences, um, education, that etc. that have happened to us in our life up to that point. And if we're not conscious of our lens, then we're going to repeat behaviors and we're going to repeat patterns of behavior 
that maybe aren't going to be the best for us in the present or in the future and may have us sort of stick into the path. Past, I mean. So if you actually could help change your child's view on wealth from an early age, then they're not going to feel that they have to obtain things to therefore be wealthy. So that's going to be one of the huge ways you can help your child live a debt-free future. If you continue to hold the opinion that material possessions are what defines your wealth, then you will always be in a continual world of pain as the wheel of wealth attainment just keeps on spinning, right? Think about that for a sec. There's always a new car you could have, a new purse, a new phone, new shoes, new couch, new TV, you know, it goes on and on. And so that wheel of attainment will always keep spinning unless you start to define wealth differently. I invite you to start a ritual with your children of a gratitude journal. A gratitude journal is a diary of things for which one is grateful for. We've talked about how important it is to schedule what needs to get done, right? I've said in lots of my different podcasts, schedule, 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 you know, get your agenda out and for things that are important, put them in just as you'd put in your child's dentist appointment or an after school activity. You need to put this into your schedule as well. And what you do then is you schedule time every single day that you're going to do a gratitude journal. A lot of people believe doing it at night before bed is important, um, a good way to frame the day, and some people wake up and start with it for what they're going to be grateful for that day. And sometimes people put things that haven't happened, but they're grateful for them because they're going to hold the belief that they are going to happen for them. Once you start doing this, you will see ways in which wealth shows up in your life. And the possibilities could be endless, but I'll mention a few. You might see it in the fact that you're grateful for having your family, your friends, where you live, your health, your abilities, the love you receive, your home, the generosity of others, the love for what you do, the community resources that are abundant around you, and if you're doing it at night, for every bath you take as you lay down each night. There is so much to be grateful for. And when you start to change your lens to what you have already and what you can be grateful for that you have, as opposed to, I'm going to be happy when I have the new car or when I can afford a coach purse or that vacation or whatever it is, instead of being happy for what you have in the present moment. You've developed a new habit by doing these gratitude journals that can carry your children through tough times in the future. Adversity is a part of life, right? There are some things that are out of our control. And so you could be the best planner, you could be, you know, on the best path and then something happens. And it's interesting because the workforce isn't looking for just an education. They're looking for people how to that know how to work through adversities. And so by teaching your child these gratitude journals, skills, you're giving them something that's going to help them through adverse situations. So through this ritual, you're giving the gift of resiliency to your child. So that's not only important for their mental health and their mental stability, but also for their employment future. Sometimes there's an area where we get stuck and it's really hard to think of something to be grateful for. That does happen. We are human. Um, This is where I suggest you decide how important it is for you to be stuck 
versus how important it is for you to move forward. Okay. When you decide it's important to move forward, then I invite you to come up with a commercial for what you'd want to be different in your life. So let's just pause for a second here. If you are stuck in something, it's typically going to be that you're rooted in the past or you're anxious about the future. Okay, so I'm just going to repeat that. If you're not able to be grateful for something or some point in your life, then you're either stuck in the past or you're anxious about the future. Well, since the past has already happened and we don't know if the future is going to happen, your present is really being affected if you allow that. So I would invite you to get unstuck. And as I mentioned, to get unstuck, have a commercial. If you think about all the ways marketing um, bombards us, right? It's uh, commercials on the radio, there's commercials in TV, there's commercials in magazines, bus stops, um, you know, stores, pretty much everywhere you go, there's commercials being given to you or marketing being given to you via different marketing kinds of ads and sometimes they're commercials. But basically they're trying to sell you on something. And good marketers will come up with jingles or they come up with sayings or slogans or colors or something that they know is going to attract you to it. And this is what I'm suggesting you do for your life. So you could do a visual representation of something you'd want to change. You can make up a catchy saying. Um, You could choose colors that you really like to represent something. So yep, I'm suggesting you make a commercial jingle for the parent you always wanted to be. So again, if you're feeling stuck in something, what do you want it to actually be like? And then make your commercial jingle around that. It needs to be positive. And um, if you need some help changing up some words as to what, you know, negative words are that maybe you would use uh, and how you would change that to positive, get in touch with me and I can send you a list of those. Um, But off the top of my head, um, things like if you're feeling um, a lack around something, then change that to you, you actually are going to feel abundant about it. If you're feeling fearful, have faith that something will change. If you're feeling depressed, what brings you bliss? If you're feeling hate, what brings you love? If you're feeling rage, how can you feel calm? Loneliness, maybe harmony instead. Emptiness, maybe creative or wonder. Discouragement, enthusiasm. Worthlessness, worthiness. Shame, where do you feel proud? If you're feeling dumb or weak, how can you have acceptance or learning or growing or feel wise? And if you're feeling insecure, how can you get confident? So these are the ways, some of the typical or common negative things that we hear. And so those were some words that you can change up to be positive, but you do want this jingle to be positive. Um, And another crazy way to redefine wealth is to find happiness in the bills that you pay. Yes. (laughs) the bills that you pay. So when a hydro bill comes in, you can be really grateful that you have water and heat. When your phone bill comes in, you can be grateful that you have the means to communicate with people. When you pay for a repair on your car, you can be grateful that you have a car to drive. And each and every single one of the bills you pay supports somebody else in a job, which in turn allows them to pay their bills. So think of that circle of life. If you're frustrated about paying bills, what are you teaching your children? Bills are a part of life. You need to accept them 
You need to be grateful that you can pay them. And then a further twist to that, because we are called parenting with a twist, is the unexpected bills. Treat the unexpected bills as though the universe knows that you're able to afford it. And it's trusting you that you can afford it. Imagine how much stress you could alleviate from your life just by simply shifting the way you view bills. Further imagine the gift you're giving your child because as they journey through life, they're going to come to understand bills are a way of life. I'm grateful that I have them because it gives me X and I'm helping other families put food on their table because they're able to pay their bills because I'm paying my bill. And it's actually nothing more or nothing less than that. That's all a bill is. It's not something to be stressed about. All right, so maybe some of this seemed heavy because maybe you've been stuck in defining wealth a different way and that's really hard for you to move forward. But never fear, you will get there. And that's why you're listening to this podcast, right? So here are some further questions for you to see how you're defining wealth. As I've mentioned, overcoming adversity is a skill that companies look for when they're hiring somebody. As you want to help your child move along, before they're 32 to 34 years of age, because if you remember in a past podcast, I suggested that the average around the world that kids are staying home till or moving back home is till they're 32 or 34. Crazy. So what habits are you helping your child to develop to teach them to be resilient? That could be the commercial jingles, that could be the gratitude uh, journal, but what are you doing? Are you able to help your child be happy just because? So take that next unexpected bill you get and share three positive things about it with yourself and with your child. Challenge yourself to do this to with the most unexpected bill you've gotten recently. So sorry, look at expected bills and do this. And then I challenge you to look at the unexpected bills you've had and see if you can do it with that as well. Because they're the, usually the ones that cause us the most stress. And then I want you to look at your lens and see how you define wealth. Are you wealthy? And again, I want you to be able to redefine that. And while you do that, share that with your child. Then I want you to have an event that you think about that involves money from your past. And it's keeping you there. Maybe somebody owes you money. Maybe you owe somebody money. Maybe there's been a time in your life where you had no money or you had a lot of money and different things that have happened. Are you holding off on life, waiting for the next purchase or financial life phase to make you happy? So that could be somebody who's waiting for that car. Oh, well, once I had this car, I'm going to be so happy or this purse or this trip or this job or whatever. Maybe you're thinking, oh, when I'm retired, that's when I'll actually do the things that I want to do with my life. What are you teaching your child through doing that? And how are you valuing yourself? Do you race through your life like a maniac, working like a lunatic <laughs> to get a reward that will come to you when you retire? So think about those questions for a sec. Do you have any events that are holding you back in the past or things that you're anxious for in the future? And do you race through your life thinking that when you reach that certain point, that's when you'll be happy? So think about those in relation to wealth. And thank you so much for listening. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are around the world. And thanks for getting twisted with us today. Great to have you with me today at With a Twist. Please don't forget to give me a five-star rating 
on iTunes, that would be much appreciated, as well as follow me on Facebook at Amber Scotchburn. Thanks so much.